0: Welcome to D Hall and Dragons, a real play D&D podcast about four high school students who get sucked into a world of fantasy and magic and have to set out on a quest to find their way home, but not before they find themselves along the way. My name Riley Wesson, and I am this campaign's Dungeon Master, and I am joined by my friends, my students, um, and my fellow muckbangers
1: no um, wow well, <laughs> no. uh, i didn't that diminut- sign up for that
2: that that is i do not sign off on that, diminut- my yeah, that was
0: oh,
3: eating shows
0: that joke's gonna make no sense because
3: it's no because they didn't the hear
4: any of the conversation prior to that i just
0: it, i just I said the first thing that popped in my head
2: um hi my name is brandon Lindsay, and i play cecil back in and cecil loves a good shindig he loves a good mixer he he enjoys parties and he's typically the you know the social life of party he's the one who kind of gets people started talking about subjects and he you know kind of bounced from group to group um and in like the last party he went to he was kind of like you know how there are like groups of like three or four people who are talking about something and he's kind of like would bounce in talk for five minutes and then bounce out didn't really get a whole lot of talking in there but he just bounced from energy to energy um and was 100 percent invited to that party
1: sure sure
2: you
0: outlined the most annoying guy at a party that just jumps in between every single conversation with no invitation
3: (laughs) uh hello my name is uh jackson pounds and i play james Malden. uh james i think pretty obviously is not a fan of of mixers (laughs) (laughs) and or parties if he is there He's probably a wall, a wallflower. Hmm. Mm. Or he will try and find one person that's away from everyone else. Maybe if they're uncomfortable and talk with him.
4: He's that guy that would go into a bathroom after a sick person, like following a sick person to hold their hair. Like he is that kind of guy that would like, are you okay? Do you need any water? Like I can, I just feel like he'd be taking care of anyone who needed taking care of.
3: Probably Cisa would be the one that he was helping. (laughs) I've seen you at a couple parties, James. Uh,
2: Not more recently, but,
1: you know. Um, So, hi. My name is Daniel Grisco, and I play Brian Tolkien. Um, Brian stays home. (laughs) 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 He's not at the party. He didn't know the party was happening. If he did, he wouldn't care. Brian stays home.
0: The Real Party
2: is a good book.
1: Toast to that, am I right?
2: his dad has never (laughs) never known a good party then.
4: Hey, whoa, wait. Oh! (laughs) You have
1: never read? You have
4: never read his books?
0: Spicy. You don't know
4: anything. We're getting into character real fast.
0: Let's brush over that.
4: Wow, I just got so mad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hi, I'm Andy Dynart. I'm the voice of Victoria Hightower. Speaking of getting mad, she's mad all the time. I think party wise, at least when V was back in LA, there wasn't a party that she didn't know about because I'm sure everybody in this mother invited her, um, at least in high school anyway. She would frequent them, but she would mostly just make appearances and then try to duck out. She's used to the party scene, but actually not super fond of it as much as people would like to believe.
0: And uh, I'm Riley Weston, I'm this campaign's dungeon master, uh, and I am not a party person <laughs> at <laughs> all. I was literally just talking with a friend about this last night. Of like, I'm a, I'm not really a huge fan of like going out and like doing big like party kind of stuff. I'm just like
4: small, uh. more intimate with friends. Yeah, kinda, like, exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think the the one thing that was closest to a party that i ever went to got the cops called on it so
1: because you were there
0: no it was the it was the improv show we were doing that (laughs) that the the neighbors were apparently upset that we were too loud oh
4: my god was that the one at sarah street
0: yeah uh we were doing like a fundraiser for um a friend's theater company and so we were doing like an improv show in their backyard uh, and I think we were there for like maybe an hour and then oh, we, got no. the we got the cops called on us because we got the cops called on us because apparently there was a noise complaint.
1: Yeah lovely I just remember like all of a sudden I had like three freshmen's red solo cups in my hands as they just <laughs> yeah. like booked oh. it and I was like of course wow I don't miss that <laughs> period of my life <laughs> <And> I'm just <laughs> <Yeah>. like cops <"The laughs> drop the cup and run run like, and away <laughs> scatter
0: <laughs> so, I mean the cool thing is, is that like in that one night I got the entire party experience you know so I never have to go yeah. to another one ever again
1: starting with improv I'm... and ending with the cops being called <laughs> it's the true college party experience <laughs>
0: So, last session on D. Hall & Dragons, the students had a relaxing afternoon exploring the merchant district of Bummerfield. While Victoria was getting her fortune told, James and Brian checked out Needle and Fabric, meeting the titular Needle, who told them of his dead wife, Fabric, whose ghost haunted her old workshop in search of something. Coincidentally, Cecil visited Matilda's threads and retrieved a beautiful material with which the late Fabric was supposed to create Paddy's costume for his recital ten years ago. Then he received some drugs with Victoria from a rather shady but chill apothecary. After convening with the rest of the group, they split up once more, Brian and Cecil gathering information about Freddy, Victoria making some personal purchases, and James wandering to the worshippers' burrow where he helped a man find his daughter who had run away. Tracking her down to the library, the rest of the gang eventually met up with him and discovered it to be owned and operated by none other than Freddy's parents, James and Evelyn Winston. After talking with them about their son, the group looked for various books and information regarding Frederick and the fire and other uh, topics that they were interested in. When Brian happened to stumble upon a simple, leather-bound book with the title The Book of the Knowing One. And that's where we are now. Brian, you are uh, still in this periodical section surrounded by newspapers and clippings and... um, past information regarding Bummerfield, uh and you are holding this uh this simple leather book
1: i i hold it like vertically um so the pages are like flipping up and down and try to hold it up to like some form of light source or something just so i can like see if there like anything through the pages
0: just blank
1: pages i close the book and i mutter something along the lines of stupid harry potter bullshit" under my uh breath (laughs) and then start to uh walk out of the periodical section with the book just like under my arm
0: all right i did forget to mention this uh when you were looking through the periodicals and the newspaper clippings regarding the fire you did notice comparing like the newspapers then to like today's newspaper uh that actually the fire happened a year ago tomorrow
1: How apropos.
0: So, yeah, you guys all uh, reconvene. And Cecil, as you are making your way uh, back, you're just kind of like scanning through the book rows, book rows, bookshelves uh, as you're walking along. And um, there's one that happens to catch your eye. It's a rather like thick book with um, a black leather on it. Uh, and some like kind of scrawled letters on the spine but it says kibble's alchemical creation compendium
2: say that five times fast it's gonna slide that out of the shelf and gonna slide into that book's dms yeah (laughs) Yeah, i'm gonna i'm gonna open that up and just like kind of flip through like i'm gonna go to page 50 i'm just gonna like open the book and start
0: yeah yeah as you open it Remind me, you are not uh, proficient in alchemist supplies, are you?
2: No, I'm proficient in, an herbalism, in herbalism kits, but not alchemist supplies.
0: Gotcha. So yeah, as you open it, it seems like this book covers a lot of the stuff that you have been interested in recently uh, regarding like potion making and uh, analyzing contents and gathering materials to create potions. Uh, and you gather that if you spend some time studying this book... Uh, and take it with you and use it. Uh, you can probably make use of it in that way,
2: okay? Um, yeah, I'm gonna like tuck that under my arm and uh, i'm gonna go I'm gonna go find the library. And I'm gonna go up to the kiosk. I'm gonna go up to like <laughs> yeah, the information desk,
0: yeah, you walk up as the rest of you are kind of reconvening in the lobby. Uh, and Evelyn is behind the, the kiosk at the moment. Yes, uh, can I help you?
2: Hi. Uh, yeah, I was wondering, um, do I need a library card? Oh, no, we don't have
0: anything like that. Well, are you looking to check out a book or are you looking to purchase a book?
2: Well If I can purchase it, that'd be even better. I mean, I I just don't know when I'm going to be back to return it and oh, of course, i would feel bad course. if i if i rented it and then i didn't return it i absolutely
0: and that's one of the reasons we have that we have this policy
2: yeah um how much
0: is this uh this particular book Ooh. you slide it over uh the desk and she thumbs through it oh yes this is quite a lot of good information in it i believe she kind of uh flips through some papers uh says, i believe for purchase this book is a hundred gold pieces
4: Victoria walks over. She's still got three of those gems left that she pulled off of the patch. She's going to pull one of those out and go, will this suffice?
0: I'm not the best at assessing gems. Let me get my husband. Sure. Uh, And she turns to uh, go get her husband as Brian and James come up to the desk as well. Evelyn and James both come back uh, and he looks at it, assesses it a little bit, kind of mutters uh, some words, seems to be like casting a spell. Yep. Yep, that's, uh, this will be perfect, actually.
4: Wonderful. Victoria, you don't have to- Just, I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Brian does a double take.
4: <laughs> What'd you say? Hmm? What? And she walks off in another direction over near more books. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: uh, I'm just gonna, like, hug the book, and I'm gonna open my backpack and, and try and fit it next to my book of- Gods of the Forgotten Realms, and my quantum <laughs> physics book.
0: Yeah.
1: What a collection.
0: <laughs> Truly. Gods of the Forgotten Fields, an alchemical compendium, and physics. Also, uh, I have stats.
2: <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have a stats <laughs> book as well. Of
4: course. It checks
0: out. Yeah. You're going to make use of it at some point.
2: At some point.
4: Fun
0: fact for anybody listening, uh, that is an actual uh, alchemical system. Ooh. I found it on uh, Kibble's Tasty Homebrew, uh, kthomebrew.com, and they've got a lot of really cool stuff there. Um, but I found it from their Instagram page, at KT Homebrew. if you'd like to take a look at it for yourself. So, um, if you guys would like to do anything else at the library, it is probably, at this point in the day, it's probably about 3.30. Uh, do
2: you guys want to go grab some food? Yeah, I guess,
4: we, I guess we, need to, yeah. we need to nom.
2: Then we need to probably discuss what our plan is for tonight.
4: Yeah, we could go find lunch and have a bit of a work committee. Figure out our tactics and plans. Okay, great. What? Why are you looking at me funny?
1: you said war committee. I don't know that we should encourage that kind of negative outcome I here. I don't know.
4: Being a little sarcastic, but okay. Mm. So
0: you guys head back to the whole rest in.
2: Slip
3: right back into these characters. <laughs> you,
2: just so easy.
0: You guys head back to the whole rest in. <laughs> um, you grab some lunch and you spend some time resting. And you guys probably about five thirty, five forty-five head to the theater, and as you are making your way there, as you come into the square, you see that guard Andrew, Aww. that was at the entrance uh, and he's just kind of like walking around the square, seems to be kind of caught up uh, staring at the theater. Everyone give me an insight check.
2: Well, with my natural 20. <laughs> which brings my insight check up to a 27.
3: Oh, shit. Well, okay. I got an 18. Yeah. Whoa. I got a 21.
0: Yeah. You guys all kind of can tell this he seems to be like really caught up almost staring up in like
2: reverie at the theater um james that's the guard who let us in uh, does he seem sad to you
3: it just kind of i don't know he seems like he's in a trance i'm gonna approach andrew and tap on some
0: oh oh hi hi uh, you were with the with the, 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 troop that came in a day ago, right?
1: Yeah, we,
3: um... A gesture behind me.
1: Oh!
0: Hi! Hi, everyone.
1: Brian pulls his hood forward so that there's a little bit more shadow over his face because he knows he's not wearing his makeup. And so he... It...
0: Are you, are you guys checking out the theater too?
3: Yeah, we've, we've actually kind of already visited and, uh, I guess you, um, you hold this building in reverence.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I spend a lot of time just walking around here. Me and my parents spent a lot of time seeing shows here when I was really, really young. Uh, and I, I don't know, I've just, I've always felt like really peaceful and really just loved the theater.
3: Did you ever want to participate?
0: Oh, well, um, he's kind of like kicking the ground a little bit embarrassed, but you can, from your previous insight check, you can tell that like, he would have loved to have had like any part in creating uh theater or that kind of thing.
3: I'd look back at the group maybe it can be brought on for something.
1: Yeah, I don't we don't have really any posters or anything yet, but yeah, tell him you can tell them about it. Wait, are you are you guys putting on a show?
3: Something like that? Yeah.
1: No, exactly that.
0: Oh my god. He he pulls out a little clipboard that he had with him. Uh he seems to be like super organizational. And, like, has, like, so many notes over, like, the theater. It's one of
2: those binder clipboards that, like, like yeah, snaps exactly. open and there are, like, folders in there.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. I have dreamed of putting a show on here for such a long time.
1: Actually, um, you know, the the thing that we're, you know, putting together is is kind of a recreation of a of a piece that should have happened. I wonder if, if you would be able to assist in a kind of dramaturgical capacity.
2: I... Would
0: love to.
1: Great, because there's a, a lot of things about this production and, and recreation that we could use a, a detail-oriented person oh to gosh. be able to assist. Oh my with. gosh!
0: Yeah, I I can absolutely do dramaturgical work. Um, I I also like like I would love to do like stage managing at some point, but it's not
1: it's not worth it.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Quit while you're ahead, kid. <laughs> No, don't I, actually. We love we love and cherish stage managers, and we need more of them in the world.
0: Truly, it's like yeah, I, I'd I'd love to to help out. Do you know like when the show is going to be going on?
2: Um, I think in the next like day or two, right? Four hours. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I can work with that. Just let me know what I need to do. I can set out a schedule. I can I can get call times put down. Uh, I can I can handle all of that.
2: Awesome. You're hired.
0: Great. Uh, so you guys like kind of convey this information to him, uh, and he just seems like super bubbly and excited. And he basically tells you like he'll do some work around here uh, tomorrow, just kind of like making sure things are set up. While
4: they're in that conversation, yeah, Victoria's gonna cast detect thoughts.
3: Okay, he's actually a tenth level wizard. <laughs> Level 20, archmage, <laughs> creator of a school of magic. It's like, oh, fuck us.
2: <laughs> He's also a stage manager in his spare time. Yeah, that's right.
0: Uh, what
4: is your spell save? Only 11. You
2: gotta get your charisma up. I
4: know it. Made her a low charisma barge. She's just not that charming. No, she's a kind of a bitch. <laughs> it's
1: not a slam if we all know it, you know? Yeah, no, it's not. You said it, not us. No, that's how I made her
0: so yeah when you cast detect thoughts you can you can detect the surface level thoughts of a person and if you want to probe deeper they would make a wisdom saving throw probing deeper okay well as as you cast detect thoughts uh you you see these surface level thoughts uh and you just feel this uh like excitement and thinking of like the organization and how to like get things put together and um how to best uh make use of the space oh my gosh (laughs) So early. How to, like, best make use of the space and everything like that. As you try to probe deeper, he succeeds on the spell save and, uh, the yeah. spell ends.
4: Okay. So,
0: yeah.
1: Um... Sorry, I also just totally processed that I 100% stole that book from... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah,
4: you did. <laughs> like, I just realized <laughs> They walked... may not have known it existed, hours. so... Sorry.
0: So yeah, Andrew kind of hops off, very excited to go put this all together, uh, and you guys make your way into
2: the theater.
4: I'm not saying we can't trust Andrew, because he seems-
2: Dude is a golden retriever.
4: Very much so. We don't know what Freddy can do, fully. Kind of elbowing Cecil, just like, this one turned himself into Tom Hiddleston. There's a possibility that Freddy can do the same thing and Freddy has been trying to find ways into the theater to find Patty and all of that. So just like I don't know. I think we should keep an eye out. I I'm all for trusting someone who wants to help us, but there's also a chance we just welcomed Freddy in and we don't know it. Brian is
1: incredibly pissed that he didn't think about
4: this. <laughs> <laughs> He's just Brian is just staring at Victoria.
2: No, Victoria, that's actually a pretty good point. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess we don't really know what Freddy can do, but also, I mean, Freddy doesn't know what we can do. I mean...
4: That's true. Like, he...
2: Rolls up his... Cecil rolls up his sleeves a little bit and tries to flex. Oh,
4: God. I mean, granted, we both walked out alive, thankfully, and only slightly scathed in that first battle with Freddy, but... um... We don't i think it's know. i think it's
1: beneficial for us to know that that's a potential of this situation but frankly i think we've got exactly. bigger fish to fry before and and brian kind of looks up at the sky and is kind of assessing the location of of the sun and it's like i think i think we need to strategize yeah just wanted to throw it out there yeah i think it's i think it's a good thing to know that that's a, a potential outcome here
0: so as you guys are discussing this you are walking into the lobby and uh Patty is there, uh, ready Patty! for you guys.
4: Hey, guys!
0: Good to see you.
4: Hey!
2: Did you get some
0: progress made today?
2: Pretty decent progress. Found a new textbook, I'm excited to read that. Ooh, yeah. Mr. Big Brain over here, yeah. look at that. Well, yeah. What a
0: guy, he kinda like punches your shoulder. Oh, ow, ow, ow. Kinda ow. shadow boxes with you. Damn, oh, oh, okay, ow, ow. yeah.
2: That...
0: Sorry, yeah, I forget my, my hands are just bone. Uh, <laughs> kinda sharp. Um... But yeah, I know you guys got you guys got that key. Um, and uh, did you get any leads on uh, on fabric? Oh yeah, yeah. You pull out. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Look at this fabric. Cecil has a connection. It's so nice. You see, if he had tear ducts, he would start to like tear up a little bit. Um, this, this was. Uh, this was going to be my costume. And then I
2: got this. And I pull out the alpaca fur. <laughs> the, 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 the alpaca wool.
0: Wow. <laughs> you can keep that, buddy. Um, well, uh,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah, this one's for me. This is a, uh, yeah, I'm going to make <laughs> that. All into right. Fun.
0: If, if you insist. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so you guys head out into the street. And as you do, the sky is now dimmed and it is dark outside. Where would you guys like to go
2: first? Uh, Walters. Let's go to Walters.
0: Yeah. So you guys make it to Walters' Wonders, um, and you knock on the door, and uh, Wendy cracks it open. Oh gosh! Oh, it's you guys. Come, come you in, in! Come in! Come in! Hey, what's up? Um, no, oh, you know, noth- nothing much. Just closing up shop. Um, did you guys find the 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 key?
3: Uh, James reveals the key. Oh
0: wow! Wow. Um. That's really exciting. Well, I'll be uh, up here. If you, you guys are welcome to to go down and check out the workshop.
4: Oh, perfect! Thanks, Sarah. Brian keeps walking. Oh my gosh.
0: She just shakes her head.
4: Victoria pulls her aside. It's like, oh my god. Okay, so I read over your your piece, and it's brilliant, <gasps> Winnie. Oh it's god. so good. You need to oh publish this.
0: Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Like um, it was so
4: dynamic, and the characters just really draw you in, and they feel so real and tangible. Victoria. And the relationship v- Victoria. is so beautiful. Victoria, what? Oh. But... We're on time crunch. Cool. Go down. Open the door. I'll be there in a second. Okay, bye. Brian needs to talk to him. (laughs) She gabs with Wendy for a little while. You
0: guys spend another ten minutes uh, discussing each other's work.
4: Yeah.
3: James, I guess, approaches the workshop door and slowly enters the key.
0: Uh, Yeah, it fits in perfectly, uh, despite a little bit of char and rust. uh, And it cracks open, and you push the door, uh, and it is pitch black inside.
4: Brian pulls
1: out his butterfly net.
0: Okay. As you guys walk in, everybody give me a perception check. This perception check is at disadvantage oh. um unless you have dark vision.
4: Yeah, I do.
2: To that point. Would you would you say that there's a lot of dust in this room? Yes, it is very dusty. Okay. Upon opening the door and getting a face full of dust, he's still <laughs> and wild shapes into a badger. Okay. Um, so I have dark vision.
4: I do have
0: dark okay. vision. Yeah.
2: And I have advantage on perception checks based on smell.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'll say, yeah. Cecil, make it at advantage. Victoria and Brian make a regular perception check. And-
4: Yeah, I did. I don't notice anything. James,
0: uh, perception check at disadvantage. 21. 21?
4: I don't want to say.
2: (laughs) (laughs) 13. 17 for Badger Cecil.
0: 17 for Badger Cecil.
2: But I'm sniffing. I'm sniffing stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, Victoria, you walk in and you you're walking in like a little bit late.
4: Yeah, I'm still like I'm looking back over because I think we exchanged our papers again. And so I'm like organizing mine and putting it in my bag.
0: Yeah, James, you're still you're it's really dark to you. So you're kind of like stumbling around. Um, Brian, due to your uh, your late nights uh, reading in your bed uh, with a light, you've developed like a little bit of dark vision. So you can kind of see around. And you you see that in the corner there appears to be some kind of uh, mechanism uh, that you can assume would probably turn on lights. And Cecil, as you are sniffing around as a badger, uh, you smell something rank in here.
2: (laughs) I start slowly maneuvering my way towards the rank smell, trying to suss Mm -hmm. it out.
1: Okay. I walk over to the mechanism. Oh yeah, hey guys, there's a mechanism that looks like it might turn on lights in the corner of the room.
4: I cast my... Produce flame? And I walk I walk with Brian so he can see the mechanism. Okay.
3: I guess, yeah, I'll follow her because I I can't see shit. I'll, I'll say
0: uh, Patty follows Badger Cecil. Hmm. What's that, boy? What's that, boy?
4: Patty's with us. Oh, my oh gosh. wow. Wow.
0: <laughs> so as the three of you guys walk over and you have the flame next to this box, everybody give me... Uh, an arcana check, the three of you guys.
4: 17,
0: 11, 14. Okay, Brian, you can deduce from what you've gathered from your time here so far that this mechanism is probably powered by uh, arcane energy. Um, so by spells. And as you were deducing that, Cecil, uh, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh,
2: shit. That's a CX. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Six <laughs> amazing. Um, so Cecil, as you are sniffing around, you are getting really close to this rank smell, and you suddenly feel poof, a kick in your little badger stomach. Uh, and you get punted across the room um, for three damage. okay. And you guys over at the over at this mechanism, Turn to see this badger f- stumbling across the room <laughs> towards you guys. Um, and those of you with dark vision can see that there seems to be some kind of tall, lanky uh outline, the silhouette in the darkness that has these really, really long arms. Oh, um, and no. you can also now smell something disgusting, and you hear this. <laughs> Everybody roll initiative.
3: No!
2: Oh, come on.
4: Crap. That's
2: a 9 for Cecil. For Badger or Badger Cecil. Um, I did a oh,
3: great. nat 20.
0: Ooh, James. Uh, what is that plus your initiative?
3: Uh, 23. 23. Amazing. So I just, as soon as I uh, heard the fucking Badger fly across the room, I take out my bow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're ready. Honey Badger don't um, give
0: a fuck. <laughs> Victoria, what did you roll?
4: Just a 12.
0: And Brian? Eight. So yeah, you guys hear Patty go, guys, 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 uh, <laughs> as he is next to whatever the silhouette is. James, it is your turn. And as Brian has passed on the information of this thing being charged by arcane power, um, you can deduce that if you cast a spell into this, it might start working eventually.
3: Ooh, can I... Because it's just, like, in the moment. Can I reach my hand over to Victoria's Flame, absorb the elements, and just cast it at the...
0: I love that. Yeah. As you do that... so cool. You shoot it in there, uh, and you guys see now, as the flame gets closer, you see that there are five little dots on this box. And you see that one of them lights up. And you see that there are four remaining dots uh, that are unlit at the moment. That takes us to whatever this thing is, its turn. Oh, no. So it is just going to lash out at Patty in front of it. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, yep, that's definitely going to hit. It swipes out with its long, lanky arms and does. It's Michael Phelps' arms. <laughs> <laughs> 10 damage to Patty, smacks him across. Ow! Oh! And you can see hear this. <coughs> <coughs> Uh, from this silhouette and that is Patty's turn he is going to hum a little tune and cast fairy fire on this creature so it needs to make a dexterity saving nice. throw and oh just passes you see him try to cast this and these like these light blue lights shoot past this thing but just seems to miss but as as they fly past, you can see like this gaunt pale face and this long tongue coming out from its mouth as it <coughs> and <coughs> dodges out of the way. But Patty is going to, as a bonus action, uh, give a D8 of inspiration to Victoria as he uh, hey. <laughs> to <saw>. Bart, Bart. <laughs> comes a little too. <laughs> oh boy. Let's, uh, let's try and get out of this one. Um, and Victoria, that is your turn.
4: Okay. So I'm going to, at third level... I'm going to cast Bane, but I'm going to, because that's up to three creatures nice. of my choice. Can I make one of them the creature and two of them Ooh. the thing?
0: Saucy. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. You can do that. Okay.
4: So yeah, that's one of my third level. Let's see.
0: Okay. Um, and is that a save?
4: Uh, yes. Charisma, 11. Girl. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> I know. Okay. <laughs> uh, it rolled a twelve <gasps> and it has a minus one charisma, so it <gasps> just passes that.
4: Ah, crap! I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. So, sorry. Um, all right, that's fine. But does that light up two more of the things? Yes.
0: The, okay. De- uh, I'll say yeah. It lights up three, so there is one. Okay. One more light that needs to be lit up.
4: So because Bane is concentration, if on my next round, if it isn't fully lit by that point, and I take a, a different action, no. it Okay. No.
2: Go back. Yeah. It's yeah. okay, okay, like okay, absolutely cool. not. No.
1: The DM's like, I would I like know. you to light this
4: room, please. It's absolutely exhausting in here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is D-Hall and Dragons, my friend. Amazing. No. Amazing. Is there anything else you would like to do?
4: Two-weapon fighting. I'm going to run forward and take a slice with my dagger. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that's a nat 19 nice. plus five.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, that'll hit.
4: That is uh, five damage.
0: Yeah, so you run up and slash this thing, yeah. uh, and you get a little nick, and you see like this... Uh, like through your dark vision you can see like this um this like thick green blood coming out from this tiny little gash uh and it recoils a little bit and hisses at you uh and that
2: is cecil's turn okay so bonus action i'm gonna come out of my badger form and i am going to cast conjure animals of course
4: Oh my god, here we go. Every
2: DM's worst nightmare. <laughs> and I am going to summon a giant constrictor snake and send it to Ooh. bind the creature. All right. So a huge snake appears uh, and like immediately tries to ensnare the creature. So I'll roll for an attack. Please do. Natural 20. Oh, nice. Yes. That... Amazing. Um, Oof. Okay, it's gonna be four D eight. Yeah. Nice. Uh, wow. Let's get some D eight here. Brutal. Okay. And then it, 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 it is grappled. It is grappled. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It is grappled. That's it doesn't Oh, that's it doesn't
2: get... lame. Oh, come on. <laughs> that is um, twenty four. Sorry, that's twenty eight points of bludgeoning damage. That's lame.
4: Twenty eight. Four D eight.
2: Twenty eight points of bludgeoning damage.
4: Holy um, crap!
1: Cecil
2: doesn't like being pounded um, around. I do not
1: honey badger. Don't give a fuck.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This thing
0: wraps it up and squeezes it. And you can see the tiny little, uh, cut that Victoria got in. It stretches open as it gets squeezed and it, it is like crumpled up in its grasp. And this thing is so close to
1: death.
0: Uh, and it's (laughs) like, And that is Brian's turn.
1: So Brian, this whole time, is really frustrated and, and sitting here looking at this whole shit going on and being like, that bitch, Jamie, sent us in here and didn't think that anything else was going to happen. And I don't know why this is relevant. And then And then Brian's like, no, her name wasn't Jamie. What was her name? What was her name? What was her name? And he looks at this creature and he out loud says, Wendy said it was OK that we are here. And he casts calm emotions on the creature. Nice. Okay. Which is a charisma saving throw of 13.
3: He
2: just rolled a nat 20.
3: Jesus. Ah! That thing has got um, some serious charisma. So charismatic. <laughs> so he's charisma. got
2: minus one. It's a, it's a charismatic sack of flesh.
0: <laughs> that brings us uh, back up to James's turn.
3: <sighs> I wish I could get the, like, this fucking yeah, up, but I don't have.
0: Are you out of spells?
3: <laughs> well, I mean, I don't have.
0: You don't have to have like. For, for the sake of this, you can just, like, expend a spell slot. To, oh. You can just, like, okay. put arcane energy into this thing. Oh. For flavor, it was, like, uh. casting spells on it. But, yeah, it's just... You can just expend <sighs> a spell <laughs> slot and... Okay. I
3: really so, like I guess so James didn't for know that because he really wants...
0: You just grab it with both hands and just, like, shake it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, like, just a little... The last bit <laughs> of magic you have. Light, damn you, light! And the fifth light fl- uh, flicks and you guys see... Yes. Um, You guys look up and there are these crystals that are all along the the top of it and they all start to flick on and you guys can see that this is like a full on backstage workshop. You can see as you're looking around the room really quick, uh, there are stairs in the corner actually like right next to where you guys are. Uh, or right next to the panel that go up to like a second level. There is a shelf filled with uh, paint cans off to one side of the room. There's some piles of lumber that are lying around. There is a giant toolbox off off against one wall. Uh, and there are wires that are hanging from the ceiling that you could possibly grab and swing from or whatever. But the other thing that you guys notice is there is this... Um, Seems to be like this metal golem looking thing off in the corner. And as the lights turn on, you see sits up and it scans around the room and its eyes light up on this thing that is in the middle
4: can we see what the thing is now?
0: Uh, yes, you guys see it is this elongated being with like super long skinny legs and long arms that like go down to its knees. Uh, and these long yeah. filed down teeth and this huge disgusting tongue. And it is just completely pale.
4: Is it super monstrous or is there anything like humanly humane about it? Yeah. Roll me an insight check. Okay. Can I also roll an inside check? Yeah. Cool.
1: I don't trust her dice right now, no. although now I don't trust mine.
4: <sighs> no, please don't. It's 14. It's, mine's a 10, so.
0: From what you've seen so far in this world, you can't really be sure. Um, But this golem stands and this voice comes out as ShopBot 1.0 activated and it lumbers forward and
1: it... <laughs> Brian turns to James and goes, wow, that's a 1.0. That was his first version. This is impressive. <laughs> <laughs> And it brings out
0: one of its arms and there is this buzz saw sticking out from it and it Don't clicks on and it slashes down at this thing.
1: Don't get the snake.
4: Okay, if the bot's going <laughs> for it. And it
0: misses, unfortunately. Another effort. <laughs> Still calibrating, <laughs> but it also takes a utility attack. Ooh, okay, so as it slashes down, you see you see this is like almost just a mishmash of various tools and building supplies. And you see in its chest, there appears to be like a projector and it like flicks on and it projects forward. And you see three other of these large shop bots project next to it. So that is going to be this thing's turn. And it is going to use its, uh, action to try and escape this grapple and it passes. It wriggles out from this oh, constrictor shit. and that is Patty's turn. He's going to pat Victoria on the shoulder. <laughs> thanks for the save there. Uh, and he's going to cast heroism on you. Uh, so you gain four temporary hit points huh. and then he is going to turn and look at James. Oh, James, thanks for getting those lights on, buddy. You're really saving us here, uh, and he's going to give James a D8 of inspiration as well, and he is going to uh, run over to James. He's gonna get over to the uh, to the spell box out of the fray, and that brings us to Victoria.
4: Uh, I think I'm just gonna continue to slice with my daggers. Yeah, go for it. So one doesn't the the second one doesn't hit. The first one does with a 17.
0: Yep, yeah, that'll hit.
4: That's four points of damage. edge.
0: Ooh. Yeah, you you climb your way up on this constrictor and stab into the back of this thing, and it howls in pain, uh, and it is so, so close to dying, uh, and it turns and hisses at you over its shoulder.
4: <sighs> Lovely.
0: Uh, Cecil, you're up.
2: First off, he's going to tell the giant constrictor stake to uh, go ahead and wrap it up. <laughs> and the constrictor stake starts spinning around the creature again and is going to make another constrict attack yes uh that is a 19 hit
0: yeah uh it's this thing is dead uh <laughs> cool literally ha- literally Stop. had one La- hit point like, left
2: like a pimple oh, like a yeah. No, pimple
0: just yeah Why? yeah you yeah it, it's it wraps around and squeezes even Whoa. tighter and you see its head just like inflate and then
2: Uh, Just (laughs) Ladders
0: everywhere. Yeah, Victoria, you definitely get a little bit on you.
2: (laughs) Cecil! Why? Uh, Sorry.
0: Patty stands in the corner, looks at James like, Man, I'm really glad I got out of there.
1: As if this place smelled bad enough before.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cecil, what else would you like to do?
2: Well, I'm gonna... Come here. Come here, buddy. I'm gonna go up to the snake, and I'm gonna start scratching him. That's That's a good boy. Uh... Alright. Uh, <laughs> see you later. And I dispel the uh Okay. Conjure yep. animals. Disappears. Guys, yeah, I'm uh am a Pokemon master.
1: <laughs> Brian winces. <laughs>
2: what? I was yeah, I don't... Brian, you struck me as a Pokemon. No, actually you struck me as like a Yu-Gi-Oh guy.
1: I don't I don't like to be labeled. Fair. <laughs> Thank you.
2: What was that thing?
1: Ven- that was venom.
2: As you say
0: this, you hear a from from behind you, and you, uh, you take six damage as an arrow flies and catches you in the back of the leg.
2: Ow! And
0: another one lands next to you, just barely missing. And you guys look, look up. I knew it. On the second level, you see this like deteriorating body with like a leather apron on, Ooh, I knew and is holding this longbow in his hand. Uh, it has a a hammer strapped across his back, and you can see just a little bit of horns yeah. coming out from the side of his head. And uh, Brian, that's your turn.
1: No. How, how far how far away is the stairs?
0: Uh, at this moment, you're right next to the stairs.
1: Okay, I I throw my net.
0: You run up and throw your net. Yeah. Okay, roll roll to attack. You Absolute maniac. This
3: fucking butterfly. I
1: love it. That's an eighteen.
0: Yeah, you run up and uh, wrap your net around this thing, and it
1: looks...
0: (laughs) What? And, uh, yeah, is there anything else you'd like to do?
1: I would like to say, where were you in your weapons about two minutes ago?
2: (laughs) It was dark. (laughs)
3: Uh, (laughs) That is James's turn. Um, Can I, I mean, ready my bow, but can I use... Instead of shooting, can I use bonus action to ask, uh, are you bolder?
0: As you ask that, uh, you hear from behind you, my body, oh no. And you turn and you see ShopBot looking at this thing up on the second floor. I never thought this day would come.
1: Uh...
4: His soul is in the pot, but his body, ah, <laughs> What do
1: we do? I don't know. This is fascinating because this is the first version of this shop bot thing. And I'm fascinated by this technology. This is the coolest <laughs> thing I've ever heard of.
3: So guys, do, do we, do we want to, if his soul is in the shop
1: I've got the body in a net. Yeah. But it's... And, the, and the soul seems to be on our side because it already fought Venom, so...
0: I have little control of this thing.
4: Thank you. Oh. Okay, kill the body! <laughs> kill,
3: kill the body! That's, that's Riley's not-so-subtle way of saying yes. Don't trust here. anyone. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna fire at this.
0: At this thing? Yeah. Okay, uh, roll two attacks. Uh,
3: first one, 22. Uh, second one, 22.
0: Yeah, those both hit. Uh, roll for damage.
3: First hit... Six second hit eleven, so seventeen
0: total. Ooh, buddy! Yeah, you fire off, and, <clears throat> uh,
4: <coughs> and
0: Shotbot goes, "Ow, that looks painful." Uh, and that is Walter's body's turn, and he's going to try and escape <laughs> this grapple. Brian, roll me a uh, strength check.
1: Thirteen.
0: Okay, uh, that is exactly what Walter rolled. So he uh, escapes this grapple. So he reaches down, pulls the net off over him, and throws it back at you. Um, I catch it. <laughs> <laughs> nice catch. Nice uh, and yeah, he's just going to back away from you. And then it is Shopbot's turn. I'm sorry, uh, Victoria. He's going to buzzsaw you.
4: I knew it. Wait, Shopbot is not on our side?
1: Why are you surprised by
0: this?
4: That's why he said I have little control over this.
0: Victoria, that's going to hit. 16? Yeah.
1: <gasps> Victoria just got hit that with a saw.
3: So
2: <laughs>
0: Does seven damage. Okay. Uh, as, you, as you dodge out of the way, it, it clips you a little bit. Uh, doesn't like saw you in half. Yeah. The other uh, machines and tools on its body were to life. And then it reaches out with its other arm, this, like, claw arm, uh, and reaches out to grab Victoria. And I need you to make a strength saving throw.
4: Five, six. Yes, 17. Ha.
0: <laughs> yep, you pass. Okay, okay. <laughs> this thing wraps around you, but you just managed to, like, get your arms out and squirm out from under it before it can, before it can really crush you. Great. Sorry, sorry. Uh, that is Patty's turn. Uh, So he is going to whip out a hand and this like blue little sliver of light darts through the air and hits uh, Walter's body. He needs to make a saving throw. Wow, natural one. Patty uses mind sliver uh, as this thing. It jacks into uh, Walter's head and he takes 10 damage.
2: Nice. Quick question. Yes.
1: Does a soul existing inside this shop bot mean that it qualifies as a creature because it has a soul
0: i'll allow it <laughs> okay
2: um, Thanks.
0: uh and then thank you dm <laughs> uh and then as a bonus action uh he's going to look at victoria and he's gonna say um you're really in the thick of it uh i believe in you you can do this uh and he's going to cast healing word at a second level Okay. You you gain uh, nine hit points.
4: I only need three. <laughs>
2: is it, Whoops. Is anyone else hurt right now?
4: Patty took ten damage.
2: Okay. Victoria, you're next.
4: Okay, cool. So uh, I'm looking at the the body and I'm like, ah, and then the, the shot bot attacks me and I turn around <laughs> and dodge it and I'm like, that's rude. And I literally without even looking, I pull out my pistol and shoot it at the body. And we're gonna see if this is gonna be cool or not. Um No, I miss. Very bad
3: work. And that is what arrogance gets you right there, Victoria. (laughs) You turn,
0: fire, and Brian,
1: this pistol shot goes like
3: right over your head. And Brian gets a shot between the temples. (laughs) (laughs) And Brian does. Thanks for the cool move, Victoria. And then
4: as a bonus action, at first level, I'm going to cast Healing Word on Patty. Okay,
0: Uh, give a little, take a little. Uh, Yeah.
4: Oh my god, that's only, that's two points. Okay. Real chill,
0: yeah. Hey, I'll take what I can get! She
4: points a gun, kind of like, does it absentmindedly. sorry, and then she's like <laughs> smacking it so it, like, like jammed or something. Didn't, yeah. didn't hit.
0: Cecil, that's your turn.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go help out Brian and, and be a, a second body up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to sprint up, and as I'm sprinting, I'm going to take out my baseball bat and kind of do a little flourish they're like streaks of green that are going to flash up it. And I'm casting shillelagh and I'm going to run up and I'm going to take a big old swing at the body.
1: Okay.
3: Eh,
2: that is a 16.
0: Um, okay. That would hit, but as you start to swing, you see this, like it has like this bracer on, uh, and you see this rune on it light up and, uh, it is going to use runic shield and you need to re-roll your attack roll. Oh,
2: that's kick ass. It's gotta be better. That is a 19 to hit.
0: Yep, roll for damage.
2: I'm an athlete, boy. You can't do that. That is 11 points of bludgeoning damage.
0: Yeah, yeah. You crack it across. And James, you could see that when you fired your arrows, that it wasn't quite as effective as you might think it would be on like a corporal form. Um, but Cecil, as you crack it across with this enchanted baseball bat, it's it strikes true um, and does its full damage to him. And that is going to be Brian's turn.
1: Um, so I I look across the room and I'm still baffled by the amount of like gadgets and stuff that this um, this shopbot has. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, in a moment of just like that's way too much power and I I can't even process it. Um, I uh, I just I make direct eye contact with shopbot and I just say blackout and I cast command.
0: Ooh okay uh what is that saving throw
1: a wisdom saving throw of 13
0: any rolls a one
4: (gasps) yes Uh, yeah
0: it (sighs) turns off and let's see oh my gosh i am such a fool i have not had you guys rolling any on the uh adolescence magic magic surge um, I'm just gonna
2: roll like yeah. five d20.
0: No, don't do that. Just, see. just going forward. Brian, roll me a d20, please.
1: Uh, Is one.
0: Okay, roll me a d100. Thirty. Thirty. Um. Whew. Yeah. You cast this spell as it go as it leaves your body. You feel like this surge of arcane energy go through you, uh, and for the next minute, every spell you cast, uh, you cast as if affected by the empowered spell. Uh, and and meta magic, which what is mean? very good. Let me.
3: You win, Super Saiyan. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I, um, I guys for a while I was worried I was going to grow another arm again. Yeah, I didn't... That would have been awesome.
0: <laughs> Basically, if you're rolling damage for a spell, um, mm-hmm. you can choose to re-roll a number of the damage dice equal to your charisma modifier.
2: Oh, cool! Also, if you want, I just rolled. And I did get a, a 20 on one of them if you want to do stuff. I
0: would love to, actually.
1: Yeah, roll a d100. you want to give me stuff. You want another arm? Three. <laughs> it's a great time. 33. I recommend it to all my friends and family.
0: 33. Oh, God. Oh, God, no. <laughs> um, you also feel this surge go through you. You feel almost like you're hopped up on, like, magical adrenaline. Um, and for the next minute, uh, all of your spells have the casting time of one bonus action.
4: Oh,
1: that's that's not okay. Uh, so basically, Cecil just like snorted cocaine. Yeah. And, like,
2: pretty much.
1: Let's go. Um,
2: <laughs> he has like like adolescent zoomies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Brian, that is your turn. And as you finish this turn, you guys all see from the piles of lumber that are oh, around the room. You see them start to shift no. and move. And these like Riley. clockwork mechanisms Riley. crawl out and you can see these like clockwork stagehands making their way out uh, into the shop. Uh, oh God, they're Roombas. And <laughs> they <laughs> were to life uh, and they look around the room and they see ShopBot uh, blacked out and they all run over there and start working to turn him back on. And that is that's just going to be all of their turns kill them <laughs> well a- after this turn if uh if they are not all uh done Shopbot will have turned back on uh james that's your turn
3: how many of those stage hands uh
0: sorry there are three of them Oof, all right and james uh before that before you do that uh make me just a straight wisdom check that's trash. Yeah. <laughs> 11 11 okay as you try to calculate your next move um you can feel like a little bit of frustration at like again having uh this sort of like weakened attack against Walter's body and his like apparent resistance to just your normal attack but as you're thinking this you also recall Martha's words that she had said to you back when you got that scale um and you can feel it like in your pocket and it is like feeling like ice cold at this moment against uh against your your body uh, and you can you can hear her words I can tell you're a gentle soul and I can tell there's something in you that even you don't really know about and you pull out this scale and it is like gleaming this bright light and ice cold in your hands and for the next minute all of your attacks will do an extra d6 of cold damage
4: nice what
0: as James takes into his uh, new subclass of uh, draconic discipline
4: hey <laughs> Cool.
0: It is a homebrewed, uh, homebrewed ranger subclass that I found um, yes. that we so thought would cool. be would be a fun path for James to take.
3: James secretly in his head just wants everyone to call him Sub Zero. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Then in that case, I'm gonna fire my shots at uh, Walter again. Walter's body. Yeah.
0: Roll me uh, two attacks.
3: Uh, fourteen and.
0: Twenty-four. Yeah, those are both gonna hit. Roll me uh, two d8s and a d6. Uh,
3: twenty-one damage.
1: What?
0: What did you roll on the d6? A six. Okay, so it will take six full damage and then uh, half of fifteen, so seven, so eleven damage to Walter after resistance. Um, But Walter's body is looking quite haggard, and you can you can see this malevolent soul is like kind of breaking down inside of it. Um, and that is going to be Walter's turn. He looks at Cecil next to him, um, and he pulls out his hammer on his back, and this glowing red rune lights up on it, and he swings it through the air at you, and this rune spits forth, like, these flaming shackles, uh, and they launch out towards you, and I need you to make a strength saving throw.
3: Fire and ice. That's right. That is Scorpion up there. <laughs> uh
2: strength saving throw, that is a three.
4: Oh no. <laughs>
0: yeah. These things latch around you as these flaming shackles lock onto your body, uh, and you are restrained for the next minute. Uh and you also take you take nine fire damage. As you are restrained by these things, you can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turns. Walter is going to leap up onto the railing and jump out, and he's going to grasp one of these uh, one of these long hanging cords from the ceiling. Uh, let me just make an acrobatics check for him. Make sure he can escape this. Oh, okay. He rolled a nat two, uh, so he he jumps out, tries to grab it, misses, uh, and takes. Uh, one point of bludgeoning damage as he falls into a pile of lumber, um, but he crawls out uh, and he is now on the ground with uh, the rest of you.
2: He, the body's taking a lot of damage though, right?
0: Oh yeah, he's very, very, very close to breaking down. Shopbot is still blacked out, um, but that is going to be Patty's turn. He's going to cast Hold Person on Walter's body and Walter needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Let's see. passes uh rolled a nat 19 uh so that fizzles out but then he looks up to cecil uh he says things seem like they're really heating up huh and he's gonna give you a d8 of bardic inspiration
2: (laughs) thanks patty you got it just try to keep things light no i'm pretty lit right now
0: hey that my guy my guy uh that's gonna be victoria's turn
4: how far away is the body
0: uh, the body at this point is probably about 30 feet away from you.
4: Perfect. I'm going to take a shot at him. Fire away. 12.
0: That would not hit. You do have your bardic inspiration, though.
4: <gasps> yes, I do. Huh. 13. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, my
0: God. Oh, that just <laughs> misses. Wow. Cool. That is such a shame.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two-weapon fighting. Does that mean I can just chuck a dagger at him? Sure,
0: I'll say you can do that. Okay. Why not?
4: and that's the one that hits. That's an 18 plus five.
0: Yep, that'll hit. That's
4: four points of damage, damn it.
0: Okay, uh, four points of damage reduced to two as Walter takes another dagger in the shoulder and pulls it out. Um, He just toss it back. (laughs) (laughs) He looks at it and just like tucks it away in his pocket. No! Uh, (laughs) And Cecil, that's your turn.
2: Yeah, I'm restrained. I'm going to try and get out of this uh, restraint.
0: Uh, okay, is there anything you'd like to do before that? Because you can't you can't make that check until the end of your turn.
2: Yeah, I'm going to second level hold person.
0: Okay, let me roll a wisdom saving throw.
2: That is a wisdom saving throw of 15.
0: Uh, he rolls an eight.
2: As I'm restrained, I say, no you. <laughs> and I lock him in place. And then I'm going to try and wiggle my way out.
0: <laughs> I see you are also a man of culture and intellect. <laughs> um, as he wriggles in place. Uh, okay, roll me a strength saving throw. To zero. <laughs> yeah, um, you fail again as these shackles burn you once more. You take another eight da- eight points of fire damage.
2: Okay, I'm gonna roll for concentration on my whole person. Oh, yeah, thank you. Uh, 14.
0: Yeah, that passes. So, nope. yeah, that is uh, Cecil's turn. Uh, Brian, your turn. You are up.
1: How far away is Shotbot and all his tiny friends?
0: Uh, they're probably like 60 feet across the room. Oh,
1: motherfucker. Run! <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna run down the stairs.
0: Uh, I will say if you roll a high enough athletics check, if you roll a, I'll make it a 15 athletics check, you can jump from and grab one of these and swing all the way across and get enough movement across to um, be able to attack them this turn.
4: Come on, George of the Jungle, let's go. Oh, cool. Uh, five. So, <laughs>
3: <laughs> there you go.
0: So, you guys all see Brian whip out his rapier and dagger. Leap up and just completely miss. It's gonna be so the cord. Oh, uh, oh, and buddy. Brian, you take three damage as you crumb, as you fall to the ground. Uh, but you make your way halfway across the room, and if you move, you will be able to get next to Shotbot and the, the stagehands next turn. But the stagehands have finished their work,
1: yeah, that's the end of the round.
0: And Shopbot clicks back to life. <laughs> no, oh. existence is pain, please, no. Uh, and the stagehands are going to...
1: Oh my god! I'm sorry, it's gonna take me a second to process the existentialness of the This is
0: Walter just trapped inside of a robot, um, so... It's actually
2: just a Futurama episode.
0: Right, uh, so the clockwork stagehands are going to turn, and two of them are going to rush for Victoria, and one of them is gonna rush for Brian. So the two for Victoria... Uh, they both rolled natural fours, so they're going to miss. Awesome. Uh, and then Brian's attacks and rolls a natural two. I am just
4: uh, just, g- trash. G- t- little
0: just trash. Yeah, they're
4: they're g- t- g- t- trying to
0: slice at you, uh, but they're missing.
1: struggling to climb over the pile of lumber that I am now standing on.
0: Yeah, one of them is like scrambling <laughs> at the lumber, but unable to get to you. Um, <laughs> Come down, coward! And. <laughs> James, that is your turn. End it, James. End
3: it. Yeah, so yeah, I'm selling a fire a holster again. Okay. Just... Yeah.
0: Roll me two attack rolls.
3: Avenge me. Twenty-four and twenty-four.
0: Oh gosh. Damn. Um, he is going to. He's That's gonna try it. and use his runic shield to make you re-roll one of those.
3: And I'm gonna say fuck you, Riley, and I roll a twenty. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Oh.
0: Um. Yeah, James, show your work. Yes. Sir.
3: Could I could I hop on top of all the <laughs> mechanicals for no reason, because they're not even next to him. Just you're like, like <laughs> hop on the heads. You're of hopscotch. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You you hopscotch over the clockworks, uh, and as you jump in between each one, you fire an arrow, uh, and you hit you hit Walter's body through each side of his chest as he fl- slumps to the ground, and you see like this malevolent spiritual energy. <laughs> Uh, fly out of him and into the air as Walter's body is left on the ground Uh, and you hear ShopBot go yes, yes, it is there, please free me Uh, as uh, ShopBot whirs to life and uh, glides over to Brian uh, and takes a buzzsaw attack and rolls a five, Uh, misses that, but then he uses his utility attack oh dear (laughs) as he clicks out of his place you see these like wires that are hanging loose from him and they all start to like crackle to life and they all <laughs> this lightning bolt casts forward and i need um James, Brian and Victoria to roll me dexterity saving throws There
4: we
3: go. Your boy. Yeah,
4: boy. On.
1: 16.
2: Okay,
4: cool. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I roll the 3. Ah.
0: 20. Okay, so James, Victoria, pass. You will take half damage, but I'm going to. With a need...
4: success, we still take half damage. Yes,
0: this is effectively the lightning bolt spell. Oh boy! Uh, so I'm going to need some more d8s. Oh, Four,
4: God. five, sadistic. Six, <laughs> <showing> seven, <laughs>
0: eight. All right, eight d. Oh, sorry, no d6, not d8. Sorry, let me count these out again. My bad, y'all. You take 64 uh, one, points if two, you're dead. three. Maybe it'll get you not to jump listen. off of high places. I, just, anymore. I would
1: like to say out loud um, this has been nice. Uh, Brian's learned a mm-hmm. lot. Uh, he's also taken. Oh,
0: listen to this. Uh, one step forward, two
1: step ASMR. back. Um,
4: I will miss you guys. Um, we'll miss you too. All right.
0: Um, Brian, you take the full brunt of this uh, and you take 30 damage. <gasps> and. Patty, Victoria, and James all take 15.
4: Ouch. <laughs>
3: and... Man, that really hurt you. Are
4: you standing? Are you standing? Yeah. I'm, I'm,
1: um, I'm, I've, I've fallen. I, I am now uh, very aware that I'm surrounded by a pile of lumber, um, and I've twisted my ankle and fallen into the pile of lumber. I am but are you alive? I am kneeling, I um, I really don't feel good. <laughs> okay, okay. As long as you're still conscious,
0: I'm sorry. As I fell, as I fell, I
1: also got like splinters in my hands from trying to catch myself. <laughs> I just tore it. Uh, you do see
0: that as this thing is fired off, uh, it seems to be like shorting a little bit, uh, and next turn it will not be able to use its utility attack after such a brutal weapon.
1: Wow. I feel really bad for him, I guess.
0: That is Patty's turn. <laughs> okay. And he is going to run up to Brian, uh, and he is going to cast a third level heal wound or cure wounds for you. Oh, that's not great. Brian, you heal for, uh... Twelve points.
1: I've successfully picked all of the splinters out of my hands.
0: <laughs> yeah. He gives you a little shoulder massage. Uh, he's like, we're still in this. We're still in this. Uh, and he gives you a, uh, a D8 of Bardic Inspiration as well. That is going to be Victoria's turn.
4: I'm going to move an additional 15 feet away.
0: You will take two opportunity attacks from the stagehands that are next to you.
4: I didn't. I, oh, I didn't realize they were next to me. I thought they were next to Brian.
0: There was one next to Brian. There were two next to you. But I will, I completely forgot, I will roll um, dexterity saving throws for them as well. One of them passes. One of them fails. Two of them fail. Okay, so... (laughs) Yeah. The one next to Brian is completely fried, as well (laughs) as one of them next to Victoria. And the other one next to Victoria is looking very badly damaged.
4: All right, yeah. I'll go ahead and I'll try and hit the bot. And I miss. Uh,
3: okay. Where's your Bummer. head at today, Victoria? What the fuck's going on?
4: My dice hate me.
3: Um,
0: as it fires. Ping! Pings off ah! the wall.
4: Then I'm please, gonna run over. Please,
0: shut me down!
4: Yeah. Then I'm gonna run over to the, now, uh, limp body. And I'm gonna take my dagger back, damn it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, as you run off, uh, the clockwork stagehand next to you is gonna try and lash out at you. Yeah. Uh, and he is going to hit, uh, he rolled a nat 13 plus four. Okay. So he lashes out at you with his sword and does ooh, uh, eight damage. And that takes us to Cecil's turn.
2: Have I been released from my shackles? Yes.
0: You are okay. released from your shackles.
2: Okay. So that natural 20 that I sent you, I forgot to roll for wild magic, uh, for the whole person spell. Oh,
0: you lovely um, man! Thank you for keeping me honest.
2: So that's a twenty-four. If you want to do horrible things to my innocent little boy,
0: there are—I swear that there are bad things on this table. But you guys continue to roll good things. Uh, you have advantage on your next attack roll.
2: Okay, good. <laughs> nice. That's that's nice because I am going to so I'm going to charge down towards Shopbot. Mm-hmm. Um, am I able to get within melee? I'm still up on the stairs from where.
0: If you swing from the rope, you can do it. Oh
2: my god!
0: <laughs> Come on, athlete!
4: Don't do it! Don't do it!
0: Show us what you got! Don't
1: do
4: it! Just run and dash! Just dash!
0: Don't! Just don't dash! Do Just I sit?
4: We'll surround it. It'll be fine. But if you fall,
0: you're gonna you're gonna run down the stairs like a normal person. Don't do it! Call yourself an athlete!
1: Don't! Don't do it!
2: I'm gonna do don't. it!
1: No! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Amazing!
2: That's a natural 18 for a 16 total.
1: Yes! Hey! Amazing. I forgot you're the athlete with negative athletics.
2: Um, I would like to, for a bonus action, as I'm coming down, I want to point to Brian, and I'm going to do a bonus action healing word at second level. Okay. So that is going to be nine points of healing.
0: Nice. Roll me a d20 for that. Thank you, Fred. The- Roll me that a D100, one? please? That same
2: one I sent you. That's a natural one on that one. I'm going. Oh my god. We're on opposite you guys, of the spectrum. You
0: guys spend um, all of your crits on these rolls. It's great. Yeah, roll me a, D, roll me a D100. Uh,
2: 72.
0: My god.
3: Oh no, what did it do?
0: You guys have the luckiest rolls on this table. Yeah, you swing across, you fire off this healing word to Brian, and as you land, you do like a three point landing. Uh, Iron Man style, and as you stand, you just feel like this bolstering of magical energy, and you feel like so strong, uh, and you have resistance to all damage until next, until uh, for the next minute.
2: <laughs> I'm an athlete, and then I'm gonna take my advantage, I'm gonna take my attack at advantage, yeah, um, against this thing. So that's gonna be a 23 to hit, yeah. That's only that's only six points of bludgeoning damage, but it's it's full okay. magical damage, baby. It's
0: it's something. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Please break me down. Break me down. Bam. And that is going to be Brian's turn.
1: I, I stand up. I look at I look at Cecil and I say thank you. And I make direct eye contact with Shotpot and I say you want this? Happy to oblige. And I say fry and cast command. <laughs>
0: Oh, you make such good use of the command spell. Um, okay. Ooh, yeah, he passes. Sorry.
1: Tried, tried to help you, man.
0: Yeah, but roll me a d twenty. Twelve. Okay. okay, nothing happens. Um, but he, as you've been like observing this fight and seeing like okay, some of these attacks are not doing great damage. Some like he seems to be pretty resistant to different things. You hear like this voice in your head. You can feel like a like a sort of heat from your pack, and you can hear, you want some help?
1: I open my pack.
3: Uh, <laughs> I burn my backpack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as a, as a
0: free action, you open your pack, and you you reach for this warm source, and you pull out the book of the knowing one, and you flip to the first page, and it's it's scribbled in a, a nice little neat hand that says, you want some help?
1: I, do I have a pen in my backpack? I'll grab a pen. And I, I scroll back, yes. <laughs> This is
0: so cool. Are you journaling during
1: combat, Brian? (laughs) Shut up, shut up. I got this. I got this.
0: (laughs) You write that down and underneath it, it says, all right, follow my lead. And that takes us to the clockwork stagehands turn. The clockwork stagehand that's Victoria's run away and it sees Brian looking at this book. Uh, says, (laughs) Attack the nerd uh, and runs forward (laughs) and slashes at you. (laughs) Uh, and rolls a natural one.
1: <laughs> yes. Brian looks up from his book and goes, I don't like to be labeled. And then puts his face back in the book.
0: <laughs> yeah. And as you look back down, it just swipes at where your head was and completely misses. Uh, James, that's your turn.
3: Um, uh, fire the, 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 the wo-bot. wobot.
0: The Wobot. Hi.
3: Okay. There you go. A nine.
0: Ah, okay.
3: 24 on the second one though.
0: That hits. <laughs> All right. Roll me a D8 and a D6. Yes. Hit me. Break me down.
1: I mean, we love a kickster, am I right?
0: Let me go to my old body.
2: I don't think you want to go back there, buddy. Uh, eight. All
0: right, and what? Sorry, what was the D six?
3: Three.
0: Okay. Uh, Shotbot's still looking pretty healthy, and that is going to be Shotbot's turn. Uh, it cannot use its utility attack, but it will, boom, reach out with a with its buzzsaw. and um, yeah, you're closest, so it's going to attack Brian again. Um, effort. And it's going to hit for a twenty-two. Uh, Hit me, though! No, hit me! Brian, you take... Ooh, boy. uh, That is 13 damage to Brian.
1: All of a sudden, the words that I'm reading go a little blurry for a second. Yeah.
0: You see I've written down Focus up, focus up. You can do this. Um, And that is Patty's turn. You know what? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Patty's gonna cast Heat Metal. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And I'll say just since ShopBot is metal, it'll just make a saving throw at disadvantage. Uh, you see ShopBot start to heat up, uh, ow, ow, yes, it's working, it's working, uh, and takes six damage, uh, and that takes us to Victoria.
4: I just turn, look at the ShopBot, Victoria's eyes go a little bit darker, she's gonna cast Dissonant Whisper at third level, and she just goes do 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 do, Inspector Gadget. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh love it v- Victoria that's gonna be uh that's gonna be two luck points for you
4: hey I might
1: need it well done.
0: Cool. Love it.
1: It's the most terrifying disso whispers I've ever heard
0: rolls a 12 but
4: okay but he still takes half damage
0: or if you want to make him fail you can use a conversion rate of two luck points uh, per one to take him down
4: yeah. That would be great.
0: You can use four luck points, and he reduces reduces his roll by two, so he rolls a 10. Awesome. Uh, so, yeah, he takes...
4: Uh, because that's at third level, it's 5d6. Yeah! That's 16 points of damage.
0: 16 points. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Shotbot's starting to look worse for wear. Ow! Oh, God, what is this music? Uh, and he starts to roll away from Victoria. <laughs> great. Victoria, roll me a d20. Oh, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. 10.
2: Okay. Cecil, you're up. Um, I am going to tap my baseball bat on the ground, and I'm gonna summon my spirit totem. I'm gonna summon up a bear, so everyone gets uh, 10 temporary hit points.
4: Oh, that's sick.
2: And then I'm going to kind of spin my bat, and I'm gonna make another going to make another attack. Um, I'm gonna try and get on the opposite side from wherever Brian is. I'd like to try and take that at advantage if I can.
0: Sure. Yeah, I'll say you can do that.
2: I've rolled, I've rolled too many nat 20s tonight. Give me one more. Uh, 24 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Uh, that is nine points of bludgeoning damage. Um, and I'm just going to keep just keep slamming away.
0: It's like slamming a junk car at a school festival. <laughs> uh, and uh, Brian, you're up. As you read uh, this journal, it scrawls out. Why don't you put that weapon to use?
1: I, I go... I, I scribble. Thanks. And I I close the book. Okay, I take my rapier and I I just I just try like a stabbing motion towards like the solar plexus area of this robot. <laughs> um first one, 21. Yep, that'll hit. And second one 12.
0: Okay, second one is going to miss, but as you st- as you rear back for the first one, you feel the book in your pack heat up and your sword gets like wrapped up with this energy of some kind and as you stab into it something in your brain tells you like this is exactly where i need to hit and as you hit this burst of light comes forth uh and you uh use a divine smite (gasps) as you stab into it um so roll (laughs) me uh 1d8 for the rapier and 2d8 for the divine smite
4: okay 1d8
1: for
0: the rapier that's an 11 wow okay um
1: first d8 Six, second D A,
2: seven. Oh my gosh,
0: Um, Brian, show your work. Yes. Yeah. yeah!
1: Okay. okay. I so I had the it tells me where are, by brain is like, or the heat in my pack is like, this is exactly where you stab. So as I go to stab, I remember where the um, wires were coming out of that electrified me in the first round. And so I stab him through the abdomen where the wires are coming out, uh, parallel to that area. And it just kind of like starts short circuiting. And as the robot sits there and says, yes, finally, I pull pull, (laughs) pull the, the rapier out. And then I stab him through like where his ear holes normally would be. <laughs> and the body just goes slack. And...
0: Sweet freedom.
1: <laughs> so now I'm like basically holding a, a lifeless robot on, like, on my face <laughs> here. <laughs>
0: yeah. And as you do that, you see its eyes like flicker down and it shuts down. And this spectral energy swirls out from the back of its neck. And you see, um, this energy kind of, it's like sort of maroon almost as it flits around the room and it kind of looks at like body to body and then it gets to Walter's body and it kind of like <laughs> nods itself and then <laughs> slides down, uh, and Walter's soul finds his original body, uh, Yay. as he, ow, oh God, oh, oh. Thanks for the save
1: there. Hey, um, I just really want to quick check that you're not gonna be pissed off that we, like, you know, weren't weren't a huge fan of your original corporal form when you came down the stairs. Uh, if you have any memory of that. I saw it, yeah. I'm not really a fan of it either.
4: Cool, cool, cool. cool. But you're good now.
0: Huh! No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, ha! <bah! Bah! laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Patty goes, whoa, 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 hang on, hang on, let's all calm down, let's whoa, all calm sorry, down. Sorry,
2: reflex, reflex, a lot of us Oh yeah. no, I get it, died. I get it,
0: I get it, it's all good, it's all good.
2: Okay. So, um,
1: I'm, uh, Walter Worksley.
2: Sorry, this seems a little
1: backwards, I feel that introductions are a little, kind of a moot point at this point. Um, That's we, fair, yeah. We've all just tried to kill each other, I feel that, <laughs> mm. um... <laughs> I feel pretty intimate with this situation already. I don't think I need any uh, any introductions, unless unless you do, and then
2: you know we're. we're uh, back that's to Brian. That. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> hi, hi, I'm Cecil. Nice to meet you. He
0: reaches out this like crusty zombified hand <laughs> oh, and shakes uh, it.
2: Uh, uh.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you guys go through introductions and basically kind of fill in Walter on what's going on, and you can see like as you're letting him know, his eyes kind of like light up. Um, he's like oh, oh yeah, I can definitely do that.
4: <sighs> cool.
0: He goes back into a door that's against the wall and he opens it. He kind of switches on a few switches inside and you see like 15 more of these clockwork stagehands march out. Um, I pull my net out, <laughs> got my daggers. <laughs> they're a lot more chill and you can see they're like all dressed in like black t-shirts and like black sweatpants.
1: And, and one of them, one of the t-shirts says, uh, stagehands do it in the dark.
0: <laughs> yeah, one of these stagehands seems, like, a little hornier than the others.
2: <laughs> Question, is there a nasty ass couch somewhere?
4: There has to be.
2: In this workshop. Yes.
0: You see off in the corner, there's, like, this really crusty couch and, like, two yes. of the stagehands start to, like, walk over to it, and Walter's like, no, no, no,
2: hang on. <laughs> They're making out on it. Oh, dang it. Come on. <laughs> oh,
0: okay, come on. Hey, hey, break it up, break it up. They're like, what? 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 And, um, He's like, yeah, I think uh, with my crew here, I think we we can get something whipped up by tomorrow night.
4: Well, we have an apprentice for you named Andrew. We haven't exactly told him. I don't know. Did we tell him that they are skeletons and ghosts? (laughs) You
0: (laughs) you did not. You look you can see like the runes that he has on him and like the this fire that's like fire rune on his hammer. He says, I'm I'm actually kind of skilled in like runic magic so um Ah. i can probably i can probably whip us up uh some rooms for each of us to kind of at least provide some kind of illusion you know that we're normal um speaking of runes though he points at victoria and he points specifically at the gun at your waist that's one of mine oh sorry sorry not as in like i I want it back but like that's one of my creations
4: (laughs) it's it's Brilliant. I mean, we haven't seen anything else like this, I don't think.
0: Yeah, it seems like uh, you're having a bit of a hard time getting used to it. Uh, So you (laughs) missed quite a few shots during that fight.
4: Mm. Uh, So like, I'm not actually super used to pistols. I'm more used to like a shotgun, like a long gun. Um, That's what my grandpappy taught me on. So
0: Wait, wait, hang on. Um, Mm. And he sees the shotgun on your back as well.
4: Yeah, I take it off and I set it on a work table and I dig through my bag and find the sheet and go, is this yours?
0: It is indeed. Let me see. And he kind of he kind of observes the shotgun and the pistol. He's looking at it and he says, well, okay. I don't have the materials to fix this trigger. But you you seem like you're doing a bit of work on it right now. Mm -hmm. So you're making some progress with that. I can get a barrel fashion for this, though. Unfortunately, don't have a stock like this anymore, Um, especially uh, because this is from Enchanted Wood from the Feywild, actually
4: what? <laughs> she's just like, she's got her journal. she's writing down everything he's
0: saying. So yeah, this this stock, uh, this model specifically fits with Enchanted Wood, uh, so I'm not gonna be able to fix that here, but I can get this barrel fixed.
2: I know all about Enchanted Wood and I'm swinging my bat. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> the the two horny clockwork stagehands are like, this guy gets it, yes, this guy understands. And one of them starts to, like, try to pull you over to the couch. Uh... <laughs>
2: Okay, what's going on, guys? No, no. <laughs> Teach
1: me
0: all about enchanted wood. I have Cecil, Cecil shirt. i What?
4: No, that's. I'm no, just showing them. They're no, really nice. No, it's not what they mean.
0: <laughs> but Walter tells you, t- says to Victoria's, like, I can get a new barrel for this by you to, for you by tomorrow. Um, wow. But this, uh, this is a quick piece of work. Actually, he pulls out the pistol and he pulls out a couple of tools as your guys are kind of sitting around. And about ten minutes. Um, you see, he's forged a very small magical rune right behind the, the the hammer, and you can see like now as the hammer will click down, it will click the rune. Uh, and Victoria, your pistol is now a plus one
1: magic weapon.
4: <gasps> ah!
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly what she needed.
4: She throws <laughs> her arms around this weird zombie oh, man. Hey, all right, thank you. Hey. No, this is so cool. This is like I I would. If we get a chance after the show, I would love to, like, I know we can't maybe stick around, like, a super long time, but I would love to talk to you about uh, uh, the, the make and the intricacies of all the little pieces and how they go together and how you came up with this brilliant design.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd be happy to. It's, it's always nice to meet someone else who's interested in tinkering like this. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Um, <laughs> Brian and turns pa-
1: and looks at James and Cecil and says, "Fantastic. Victoria is going to find a way to get adopted into this family <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah w- uh, wendy's Wendy's up there,
4: yeah, um,
2: should we give y'all a moment? He rushes up the stairs. oh, oh he's gone. Aww. okay
4: ooh, do we hear a scream?
0: <laughs> um you hear like a like a quick shout. But then you hear, like, the sounds of him, like, calming her down. Aww. And you can hear, like, a soft little cry start happening.
4: Victoria kind of just shuffles, like, some sawdust on the ground with her Yeah, reply. you guys kind of,
0: like, poke your head around the corner and you can see them both hugging one another.
1: I'm really happy for Megan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note,
0: yeah. class is dismissed. <laughs> nice. <laughs> D Holland Dragons is Andy Deinhart as Victoria Hightower, Daniel Grisco as Brian Tolkien, Brandon Lindsay as Cecil McNamara, Jackson Pounds as James Malden, and myself, Riley Wesson as your DM. Thanks so much for listening to this session of D Hall and Dragons. If you enjoyed it, feel free to leave us a review on iTunes and please, please, please share it with your friends. Uh, We are on a bit of a modified schedule going forward, but if more people start listening to it, hopefully we can start making it a bit more regular thing. Our theme music is Sonic Pogo by Vans in Japan. Other music can be found in the episode description. And our artwork is done by the incredibly, insanely talented Carlina Alvarez. Please check her stuff out. It is in the description as well. Until next time, soak up the last bit of summer, guys. I mean, go out, have some fun, and uh, spend some time with friends before the school year starts back up. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next session. All right. <clears throat> Welcome to the... De- my... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 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 I said, okay. Gave like a three-second pause. And Brandon said, oh, my, th- oh my God. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Oh. I'm sorry. Brandon said, what? What were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> what was so important?
2: I was, I was saying I'm warming up my, my voice acting skills for this... For
0: this episode. <laughs> yeah, because we all know that Cecil is such a stress for your voice. <laughs> <It's> so
4: <laughs>